Sometimes you need to take control to make a difference. That's why with FlexPath from Capella University, you're in control. Set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move at a pace that works for you. Discover a different way forward at capella.edu. At JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Okay, here we are, coming live from the catch. It's in Key Largo, in beautiful Key Largo. It's the Keys, beautiful downtown Key Largo. Uh, It's the Keys Bartender Live Podcast. I'm here with Connor Barrett. I'm Jim Moran. We're also joined by Bill Wissinger. Bill Wissinger, that's what is that? Oh, let's clink clink here. The beginning, we got to do it. We get it. I hope you hear that uh, correctly. That was my contact. Hey, folks, I just want to do another reminder. You know, we're here from uh, 4.30 to uh, 5.15. But uh, at the catch, they have happy hour from 3.30 to 6.30. They have great drink and food specials. Uh, Oh, they have some uh, lovely people here. What's your name, lovely? Jules, I'm Jim. Nice to meet you. We have Maggie over here and our friend. And nice to meet you, Jules. And who's our bartender? And then we have Tina and Bear, and we have Tony over there, and Sean, and uh, we have Tito, Jermaine, Michael. Uh, oh, no, they're the Jackson Five. I'm sorry. Um, but remember, four out of five, four out of five aren't bad. Uh, but we have uh, a, a wonderful happy hour here in catch and with uh, 75 cent uh, wings the best wings in the upper keys who are you calling a shrimp <laughs> okay you always suggest 75 cent oysters and uh, 75 cent shrimp uh, kind of right. I also want to you know, I'd love to see a place that when the oysters are big they have a sign it's like you know hot donuts and crispy cream but they have a sign saying large oysters you know, you know what? It's not always about the size with oysters, believe it or not. Some people like it. Some people like the smaller one. I mean, I'm a, I'm a larger type person, and uh, but some people like it larger. Some people like it smaller. And I'm not going in no innuendo. Is the Irish jewelry that makes me think that you know I'm just looking for the better value? Oh my God! That's so oh, that's Cheryl Hall from the uh, the Keys Visitor Center. Say hi. Just say hi, Cheryl. Come over here. Say hi. This is Sean Holt, my friend. Have a seat. We'll get you a drink. Yeah. Can we get you a drink? I want a martini. Have a martini? Hey, uh, Connor, do me a favor. Let's go and get uh, a martini for sure. We're, we're going to get started on our topic eventually. Espresso martini. Espresso. Get our espresso martini. Ask her to put it on our tag. No, it is on our It's all right. Uh, Cheryl is... Um, runs the visitor center here as soon as you come into the keys on the right hand side as you come over the uh, Jewfish Creek uh, uh, Bridge. Billy, do you, you know Sean, right? Yeah. Okay, tell us, tell us a little about what happens when uh, you go into the visitor center. What kind of offers do you have? Well, we have free maps. 
for everybody that walks in from Key Largo to Key West. And on those maps, they point out everything you would want to see and not miss. So you definitely want to walk in for a free map. We are going to ask you where you're going, what you want to do, if you want to go out on the water. We give out discounts on hotel rooms. We get the best rates for last minute rooms. And we can help you book excursions where you are not going to run around looking for the or best rates. Yes, yeah. we're not going to waste yeah. your time. Yeah, and if you do come down here and you don't have a room ready, right? You know, it, it would behoove you to check in with them because they have the hookup for you, right? To do right. it, and they have they're very um, incentivized to do that. They will find you uh, the best rates for a room. They will find you the best rates for uh, a dive shop um, to go on snorkel a, a snorkel trip, glass bottom boat, glass bottom boat, or anything Jet all the way ski. down to Key West, and that is the uh, Key Largo Visitor Center, run by my friend Cheryl Hall, and she is a very good friend. It's not one of those things where I say that because we're she's a sponsor, she's a friend. And I harass her. Like you, I harass her on a regular basis, don't I, Cheryl? Yes, you do. We're in uh, the Key Largo Rotary that does a lot of good work. Fundraisers, yes, yeah. fundraisers. But um, she is my good friend, and I trust her implicitly. And I'd like to thank her for just sitting in right there. Oh my God, I love her. I, you know what? I do harass the crap out of her and the thing, and I say a lot of funny things. I make up stories about her. I say that, you know, one week, uh, you know, we do happy dollars at uh, Key Largo Rotary. And one week I'll just say, hey, you know what? I just want to say I'm really happy to be here and I'm really happy that uh, Cheryl is not uh, in jail for human trafficking. FBI wanted list. The no fly list. Or or when uh, they're missing batteries or anything, I intimated or insinuated that she used it for devices that people would use when they're lonely. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, yes, okay? And we're not going to go any deeper because we're going to do the family thing here anymore. But you know what? Cheryl is a great humanitarian and she's a really good friend. No, Cheryl's an awesome friend and I appreciate her. And this is a, a woman I trust implicitly. And I did, and because she allowed me to say those things about her, I do make sure that I say things that are uh, accommodating to her business acumen and how great she is at doing her job. So that's the Key Largo Visitor Center, the first on the right side. It's uh, the red building. Address it's a yellow way. building. The yellow building. It is not the chamber. Okay, it's not the chamber. It's a yellow building on the right hand side. Yellow the yellow building. building, and you go in there, and you'll be treated so well. By her employees, I think she treats them like friends, so they're not really. Do you ask everybody where they're from? Yeah, just about all. Of them. Oh, we ask yeah. everybody where they're from. Yeah. It's so so interesting to see my all name, over the world. Yeah. My name is uh, Abdul. I am from Pakistan. I want to come down and uh, have some Alaskan crab. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've gone to the wrong part of the United States. You should be up in the upper left-hand side, Alaska. You are in Key Largo. And that would be the accurate way to do it, I think. Okay. Do, yeah. If you want a crab, I can them over the elephant crabs. Oh, crabs. I got it. You're talking about an no. STD. No, no. no. Talking about crabs. Oh, oh, not crab. Oh, uh, thanks, Maggie. No, we're not talking about those type of crabs. 
Okay. Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> but listen, you brought this on about us, and we're supposed to be a family type show. Um, did we get her martini yet? Did we have it yet? Oh, it's coming up. This is good. We, um, oh no, we're we're gonna we're gonna be risque, but we're gonna be painted too. Right now, we are targeting, uh, and we have been targeting uh, the bartender and server. Uh, Segment of the service industry, and they do travel, and they do recommend, and then we have Sean Dickens coming over here. Sean Dickens, why don't you come over here, Sean? Get Sean. Let's say give a hand to Sean Dickens, our bartender here. Come on, have a nice round of applause, Sean. Come on here. Let's hear. Sean handed me a list of uh, things to say today. Uh, Sean, I want you to give me give me a drink recipe, give me a one liner, give me something that you have that you want. To, remember that sheet of paper you left and a trivia question. And a trivia question. All right, what flavor is amaretto liqueur? I, I shouldn't be answering that one. I can't answer that one. That's wrong because I know that. That's like asking. That's like, like asking what's the name of Jim's mother. I got it. I had to, what is it? I had to go through the file. What is it? It's all correct. Very good. Okay. That's no. That's good. Hey, it's all right to clap. We're responsatory here. Let's do that. You can clap the feedback. As a repository, yes, you can shove anything up that. Okay. Stop. No, we're not going to go there. Now, thank you. Thank you for stopping me. <laughs> and uh, we also had uh, the other trivia question you gave us, um, a martini question. You you gave me a couple of martinis. Give me a new one you didn't have. And uh, me, um, right, I said I'm not the I'm not the keys bartender. I'm a keys bartender. How would a customer it comes up to you and says, "I want a drink that tastes like strawberry shortcake." <laughs> well, I would I would uh, get a strawberry shortcake, put vodka in. And, and blend the whole strawberry shortcake. That would be pretty good. That would be awesome. I think it would. But what I would do is get strawberry vodka. I'd get uh, probably like a uh, uh, whipped cream vodka, and I'd also do uh, what do you think with the uh, the strawberry thing? A whipped cream. I throw a little cream in it, and probably garnish with a strawberry. And that would be it. Yeah. And then I'd. Uh, I don't know. What the hell? I'd put a little whipped cream on the edge. For sure. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Sean. So, uh, Sean has a uh, band in the South. He's, I think he's going to be introducing a jingle for it. Oh, really? That's a wild rumor. Yes. And it's going to involve, a, I think, a harmonica. And maybe a, uh, a big bass. And... Uh, I was hoping for a gong. I couldn't find any Asian friends, so no, no, a gong, a gong, a gong oh, couldn't. Yeah, right. You want a thirty-six or a forty-two? <laughs> well, which one's F sharp? Okay, well, this is all specialty items. I'm just way beyond my uh, thing. But what we wanted to talk about today, and I think it might be kind of acute or uh, disturbing to some people that are listening, we're going to be talking, uh, the title of the show is called Not a City in the People's Republic of China. Which, uh, <laughs> what is that? What is that city? Not a city in the People's Republic of China. Yeah, what, what city would that be? Beijing? No, not but it, Beijing. No, but uh, not a city in China. Thailand? 
Okay. I, okay. The old English. The old English. Uh, they used the old English reason was called um, to ensure promptitude. Promptitude. Okay. What's the acronym? Tipping. 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 It's not a city in China. That's it. It is not a city in China. No, no. Come on. And that's the uh, title of the show this week. Thank you very much, Sean. You're welcome. To, I think you got the bartend, though. I mean, but we're going to get Sean a head. We're gonna eventually going to get our uh, drink whisperer here. But uh, we're going to have to tip that guy. He, he, he really... Okay. Well, okay. We 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 made it around the about way to that point. Introduction of the main thing, not a city in China or not a city in the People's Republic. There's a classic scene. This is all right to have the ambient noise. We like that. There's a classic scene from the movie Reservoir Dogs, and uh, they uh, they're planning a jewelry heist. Okay, you don't have to be Mr. Pink. There's Mr. Brown, there's Mr. Red, there's Mr. Blue, there's Mr. White. And uh, they're all eating breakfast at a diner. And at the end of it, the guy that's organizing the heist, he says, you know what, I'm going to settle. He's an old, the old ball guy. He's great. And he goes, listen, I'm going to settle up this bill and the rest of you guys kick in money for the tip for the waitress. And Steve Buscemi, the character paid by Steve Buscemi, says, um, you know what? I'm not going to kick in any money in. Well, why did he do that? Well, he says he has a problem with that. And I understand that. I understand that. And there's a uh, certain uh, segment of society that believes that tipping should not be a thing. But what happens? Let's go through the history of it. Okay. Um, The history of tipping. Tipping originated in Europe. And you have the aristocracy that handled, uh, whenever they're dealing with uh, the, the peasants or the people beneath them, they give them a gratuity to accomplish a task. And um, it happened, in, in, in Americans that were visiting 1850s, 1860s, 1870s, noticed this, and they tried to mimic it. And they saw that... Uh, that, you know, you had these wealthy Americans trying to bring this back to America. And there's, and as Connor will probably bring us to, there's multi-levels of, of I'm sorry, that's my glasses at the microphone. There's multi-levels of what happened with tipping, where they come from. There's, it involves uh, slavery, uh, Sexism, sexism. Yeah, looking down on people. Classism, the class structure, and it's just like you, you would, you would, um, when you're tipping someone, you're tipping them that just the acronym to ensure, uh, to ensure promptitude. I want service quickly, and I'm giving you money for that, and I understand that. And uh, what happened is it was brought over here to America. And in America, it flourished. It flourished so much that in 1910, what happened? Six states outlawed Six southern states. Six southern states outlawed tipping. And uh, yeah, they did because um, people here, populist. There was a populist movement brought on by William Jennings Bryan. And I, you don't have to look this up, but this guy was very famous. He led. Big populist movement, but yes, yes. Uh, but he also had this thing. He he said uh, uh, 
he, he was a believer in the people, and it was very undemocratic, the, the tipping. So that, you know, you should just pay people what they get. Well, what happened on industry, the restaurant industry, got into tipping. And, and, and it just locked in there. It got locked in there. And we can go in there long because um, in, in the South, you know, when you're talking about racism, it says slave. Well, that's, 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 that's why the outlaw is because he didn't want to give money. Here's a slave, a freed slave, a free man. They did not want to give him any more money. You know, he got this job. So I look down upon you already. Yeah, I'm not going to give you any money. Okay. That's, that's I mean, objected to the Okay, well, no, no, with their objection, I think their objection was that they would. I, I thought the objection was different from that, but that's good. That's another take on it. Um, I believe they did it because you could only give a tip to someone that is not on your level. It's a it's a sign of servitude. When you tip someone, it's a sign of servitude. Now, because it has been institutionalized in the United States, and it's funny because we tried to back off it in 1910, and the Europeans and the Europeans have included it as a service charge. That tipping has virtually disappeared in Europe, and now they give now they give a higher income to the service employees there. Now, a livable income. But you know what? It's almost over here. It's become a uh, a star driven. Uh, Opportunity, meaning that obviously, if you work at the Golden Corral or Hooters or something like that, you might, or maybe not Hooters, but let's say IHOP, you might want a higher livable wage. But if you're a bartender at a higher end place or you consider yourself an attraction, um, yeah, like, uh, like uh, what would you call that on a team? You call them a franchise player. Well, the tips, but I mean, the, the thing is, if you're working in a place like, let's say a corner bar in Philadelphia, a shot in a beer place, where people come in and they sit on a stool for 12 hours and they leave two bucks, you're not sending a kid through college. You're rarely, you're not sending a kid to the grocery store. I know, I'm just saying, but it, the way, and I'll talk about how I view stools. I have a, I have a view on the way I view my seats at the bar. Yeah. But when it comes to that, the franchise players, and it's, um, it may sound cocky, but I view myself as a franchise player. I have faith in my abilities. I have faith in my entertainment capabilities. Connor is very entertaining. And that is, I swear to God, that is 80% of being a bartender. Because you can make, I can teach someone how to be a bartender in two days. I can't teach someone how to be personal. You can't teach someone how to be personal. You either are or you aren't. And then there's the next level. There's and, and well, actually, Connor's entertaining too. So that's the next level. 
Connor's entertaining. So we engage people on a different level. And we try to engage people when we go up. And that's a franchise player thing. And the franchise player wants to say, you know what? I'll go for the tips. Because that's the free radical. Um, in, in baseball and football and all that stuff, you have people that come in and say, you know what? We got to get our linemen a base you know, you know, a base pay and we gotta get these things for them when they're retired and stuff like that. And the star players don't really care about it because they get all their money in four years. Now we don't get all our money in four years, but obviously our talents don't diminish. I mean the league Yeah, the, the league yeah, the league minimum minimum is not for us. We're not gonna argue for the league minimum. But you know what? Maybe we should. And uh, I, I, I apologize to my fellow bartenders and my servers that I don't do that. And I do understand it's a, it's a requirement that people have to raise their families. And there are, uh, there's cultural reasons for why people don't tip. I, 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 I don't even... I always think about your word that's not the rule. It's the first time I was... They, I've, 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 in several European countries I went, when I was in the Navy or and afterwards, when I went there and left money, they always try to return it, and I didn't realize why, because prior, prior to being in, in, in uh, college and all that, I, I worked in the industry and afterwards and all that, and um, I do understand that people do need a, uh, if, 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 someone, if someone is willing to pay less, they will pay less. Tell me they will pay the minimum they have to pay. And it's not it's not the restaurant only. It's the industry. And it's because we're a talent driven industry. Correct. We're talent driven. We got people at the top saying, Hey, I don't care, I want to just get my tips. I get my tips, I get three hundred, four hundred dollars a night. No big deal. I don't get three hundred, four hundred dollars on some good nights I do. But I don't work at a place like that. I mean I, I do that. I mean, I don't like that high pressure. I used to do that. I used to. When I, when I, worked over I did it in the 80s. When I worked at a, a nightclub in Philadelphia, I used to make $300 a night in the 80s. In the 80s when I was in college. And, uh, yeah, I can handle that. I'm a bubble bull. And the, the, the wait, I, I worked the service bar and the side bar. I get waitresses come up with 12 drinks. And people come up inside, I get like six, seven people come up, and I get like five different waitresses come up with 12 drinks, 12 orders of 12 different drinks. Yeah, you want to take care of yourself. You want to get their drinks. You take them. I mean, we had it, we had it going up and stuff like that. But you know what? I realize that when I look at something, every, everything's strategic for me. I'm looking at a bar. I have 15 seats. I want to make. $250. Every seat that I have, I have to develop uh, for 15 seats, let's say 
I'm trying to break it down to $16 an hour. Okay. No, $16 per seat total all night. And if I get someone that sits in a seat all night and they give me 3 or $4, they threw off the whole thing. You got to make it up another seat. No, you have to make it up. But then, if you have three people like that, it just boosted even more at a lower place. And it seems to be at the lower price places, you have more people sitting longer at the same seat. And nobody here, I'll tell you, nobody here does that. You move on, you move on. You're a good tipper, you're a good tipper. Per hour, you're per hour, Billy. Bill, per hour, Billy's like a five dollar an hour tipper, which would make the whole night a forty dollar night, a forty dollar night, which is really high for this type of place. And he drinks dollar dollar tip on each two. No, no, no. But, but, but Billy's a Billy's a good tipper. Uh, Connor's a big. And uh, Maggie, one of our stalwarts here, is a great tipper. But if you're sitting all night, if you're sitting all night in a, in a bar stool and you're leaving $3 and no one else sits there, you left that opportunity away. You're robbing, you're taking money out of that person's pocket. And that's where the franchise player gets hurt. you got to get people in and out of their seats. Because you're entertaining them, or you're going to have to pay for it. Because you're paying to entertain. It's like the movie cabaret, I mean, the, the, the musical cabaret. You come in, you're being entertained, you're just sitting there. Why are, the, why are you sitting in that seat, Connor? Why are you sitting in that seat? Why are you sitting in that seat at the bar? I, I will be. No, why, why, why are you sitting in that seat at the bar? Why am I? Why? Why are you not sitting oh, home and having drink? Because I, I generally don't drink at home. I go out for the social aspect. Why, why do you go and drink socially? Why? To see people, to have conversations, to exchange ideas. To interact with a bartender, yeah. to have a social... Well, I, 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 I would like to see alcohol. Exactly. Exactly. If you need to sit and drink, if you need to sit and drink and not tip, you can sit at home. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. And drink cheaper. I've got a mini cheaper. You know, you can you can drink cheaper without tipping at home. But if you're not going to interact, if you're going to sit there and not interact with people, go home. Yeah. If you're going to tip, go home. And I see. And I'm saying this for my fellow bartenders, and my fellow servers. If they're sitting at a table, if you're sitting at a table and it's three, it's a Friday night and it's three hours. And you have a four top, and two people are sitting there for three hours at a prime time, and you turn over, they need to turn that table over. That's what they're going to make, because they make $2.15 an hour. You want to explain what table turnover does to a person's income? Yeah, it increases it. If you do three, let's say on a normal night, it'd be nice to get four turnovers for each table and you can maximize, I think, during a regular show. And a turnover is when one party sits down, but you do two, four, five, and then they get up and you 
get the order, you get the drinks, you get the order, you go ahead and you complete the task, and then they get up and they leave. So then you reseat the table. That's a turnover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if that one table, if that one table that sits there for three hours decides to burn you, right, you lost everything of that potential. Right. And that is take. You are stealing money from somebody when you're doing when you're sitting at the table. Now at the end of the night, okay, but still remember you're keeping that person there. At the end of the night, remember to compensate that person. And you know what? Yes, I do understand that tipping is an encumbrance on the diner, but that's the culture we have. This is what America. This is what America really took. That's what we went with. That's our idea. Just like democracy, that's what we went with. So when you're going to do it, you sit there at that table. Realize if you have. I realize if you have 12 people, it's going to take two and a half hours to probably eat. But remember that 12 and a half. If you, if you 12 people and it's two and a half hours, and you're chewing up that person's time compensate that person a little more because they're probably just concentrating on your table. They don't get any more. If you burn them with 12 people, right. they're not serving six other two tops where they can average out. It's a law of averages. And that's the way it works. This past Monday, I worked. And on that side of the bar, I worked right here at the couch. I had a young fellow come in. He was uh, 18 years old, and because we serve food, they could sit at the bar. Yeah. He sat down. I didn't offer him a drink. I gave him water. I made. I went, wanted to hear him ask for a drink, and then I asked him for an ID. Right. But he didn't ask, so I didn't need to ask for ID. He ordered food. Blah 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 blah. He did it. He paid, and he took the. Uh, he paid with a credit card and left. Zip. Okay, no, but no big deal. No big deal. It's a law of averages. Yeah. And the guy, he may have taken the coffee well, that he's he, the reason there's a bell curve. No, and then the ones right after him that were there next to him, they were like 6 and 10% tippers. And I thought they were all together. It seemed like they were all together. But it really didn't matter because the rest of it made it a good night. Yeah. I had a good night and it wasn't that hard. The, uh, and the overtip. And we all... It's been 20 years since I worked in a restaurant. Yeah, it does. It, it, it sucks for those people. I see it as a law of averages. If you just turn over those things and you're fine. But if you get people that suck up those seats and they sit there and they don't allow turnover, right. that's it. You know, you I, have to get volume. You have to get volume. You have to get text. When I was young and a girl, I did a mistake. I in the table. Once again, I'm a young, young sailor. And we sat at the Red Lobster table for way longer than we should have. And uh, I, I, was like, I was a little shocked when the lady said, hey, are you guys leaving? You know, and I realized that she was going to hurry up, hurry up and leave. Well, like, yeah, but... Uh, it's my youth and ignorance. No, but you know what? Not tonight, right now, would it really matter? Look, if you look around here, I picked this time to do the show here at the catch because we're not really busy. Here. And I hope to get the, um, I hope to get a following and get people in here. 
If anybody's listening right now, send us a little text, you know, write, write a message uh, on our Facebook page and let us know if you can hear the, how many people are in here. Because to me, it sounds busy. Okay. No, it does sound busy, yeah. but it's not busy right now because we picked that time. We picked that time because it wasn't busy. We don't want to take up tables. No, oh, we don't want to. We are sitting at two he tables. Let me sleep in I'm over. Okay, you know what? <laughs> we, we, we picked two tables because. No, but we got to use tables in order to broadcast from or podcast from. And, um, you know, now it'd be no big deal. You got three hours, you're coming in here. So what? Sitting around? You can sit around for like four or five hours. And especially, but a Friday, Saturday night, that's your peak night. That's your date night. If you're, if you're a girl and you want to be taken out, you want to treat a guy. If you're a server or a bartender, if you're working on that Friday and Saturday night, you better be making twice as much. Because if you're only making, you're only making what you could have made on Thursday or Wednesday night. What the hell are you working that night? Why no no no? You know what I mean. But we can make it. You know, no, Bill. We can make. I used to make it in a day. You know how it is. They're coming. Hey, come over here. I'm done at eleven, and uh, come over here and have a drink. Come in, come over at nine thirty. Have a drink with me. And we'll go out. No, I used to. I used to do that. That's what I used to do. We go home. We go do an after hour thing. Why not? And you, you as a, as, oh my God, as a musician. Oh my God, you're like the you're like the David Copperfield of dating. You guys would be dating models, and we're like. I know, but I mean, there's after hour places. We're always unless you're working the after hour place. I know you're working Caribbean Club. And you know, down here, if you had to meet somebody, you know, and there's a lot of hot women that work in the service industry. There are tons of them. There are tons of them. And uh, down here, we have a Denny's. We have a Denny's that has a bar because they had a liquor license prior to... Yes, we're Down talking. Here you end up doing shots and and there's a the Denny's with a Grand Slam breakfast. They have a happy hour from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. for service industry. And if you were going to meet someone, you could just go and say, "Hey, listen." Come and have a drink with me. We'll go down to Denny's and we'll have enjoy happy hour down there and do whatever you do after 1 a.m., which I know what I used to be able to do after 1 a.m. Okay. Jägermeister? Holy shit, Bill. I mean, you're really not going to get much done after drinking Jägermeister, are you? Yeah, you're not going to... You're not... Yeah, okay. Well, I'm talking about getting... Remember, um, what, what's our Australian woman uh, that was in, uh, um, that Australian woman was in graffiti, was in graffiti, American graffiti, uh, what's her name, you know what I mean, with John Travolta, let's get physical, you're not going to get physical, Greece, 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 whatever, Olivia Newton, you're not going to get physical after 1 a.m., after eating pancakes, it was a hint that threw us off, the Australian woman, we got off the, we got off the, we're, we're getting off the tip thing. We're getting off the tip. So, no, this good. Go back to this. When, if you have to drink. You're pushing 60? How old are you? I'm not going to get physical. When you say, how old are you? 39. I'm 53. I'm 53. 
Okay. How old are you? Don't say. Don't say. Are you older than me? Are you older? Okay. Don't say. Don't say. Okay. 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 That's fine. Okay. Don't say. Well, no, that's all. What's going to make you say it? That's all right. Okay. Respect. Where does my T-shirt say? I'm not like most teens. I'm in my sixties. Okay, that's creepy enough. Um, we can work the whole. We got the Well, I'm 53, and I look like I'm 55. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I get told by people that I could look like a young. Um, who's a really old guy? A young Mitch McConnell. No, no, not Mitch McConnell because he has no chin. I have a chin, so I look like a very young. I'm just joking. The guy, the, the, the majority leader of the Senate. Okay, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the, the tipping thing. The way I view myself, and we were talking about the seats, and we bring them up, is I'm a mercenary, and I go into a place and I try to fill those seats. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to fill them up. I'm going to try to get as many people in as in. I'm, getting, uh, I'm not going to ask them to turn over, but hopefully if they're entertained, they're going to compensate right. exactly I for know, my talent. You know the layout that the uh, uncle? Yes. Okay, you have the back bar. Yes. That's when I used to work quite often. Yeah. And you have all those nice garden tables mm -hmm. out there with the fountain. And I, my goal was to steal people from those tables and get them to come up and sit at the bar. Really? Yeah, that was my goal. Because they, they always had they had people waiting to sit at a table. I didn't have anybody at the bar, but I felt that... You know, you know what? I understand that. You're there by yourself. You need to bring people up there. You need to get paid. Because otherwise, with a... Um, okay, this is for the non-service people. And you know what? And I apologize to the service people, but when you go to a table and you say, "Can I transfer my, can I transfer my bill to another table?" What you're doing is you're giving that person ten percent. Oh, Jules! Oh. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jules. Come back. Nice. Come back again. Um, I was just saying goodbye to uh, uh, a listener. Um, when, when someone you someone entertained you and the bartender entertained you and you get racked up at $80 bill and you would have probably tipped them what? Let's say you're a decent person. Speculating a decent person. Let's say you're a decent person. Let's say you're 12 bucks. You're going to leave them 12 bucks. You go back to the table and you put that on your bill. Well, that bartender sees 10% of that 12 bucks on that $80. Right. So you just said 90% of what I earn is going to that person. And you're transferring wealth. That guy with 80% of your entertainment. But yep. you're yeah, and yet you're just saying, oh, you know what? Can I do that? And you know what? Some people say, and, and you know what? A lot of, there are a lot of people that realize that. They go and say, oh, oh. they do realize it. And they go, they leave a tip when you transfer. Right. But now, I have to say it's less than it's less than uh, it's less than thirty percent. But that's definitely less. I would tell people when I'm to make it I would tell people when they go, "Okay, is it okay if we uh, you know, transfer from the bar to a table?" 
or can we transfer the cable to the wall? You don't have to ask. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll set you up. But it's best to take care of the person who took care of you. Hey, we got some lovely girls coming in from the uh, hobos coming in. I would like to bring them over if they come in. They don't know. How do you Hobos. Hobos. Ashley and Dawn. We can bring them in. Hey, if they come in, we're going to bring them in over here. Let's get them some drinks, too. Um, hey, yeah, uh, Dawn, Ashley, come on over here. We've got drinks for you. It's on the house. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here. we got drinks for you. We're going to get drinks for you. Come on and sit. Come over here. Uh, come on and sit down. Bring your seat over. They're allowed to drink. Let's get them. Um, uh, we got a yingling, uh, a cuervo. And what are you having, Ashley? I'll take a yingling. A yingling? Okay. We got uh, uh, two yinglings and one cuervo. Uh, let's make sure we get those for those. Um, we were just talking about tipping. How it is when people... Yeah, we were doing this on show. We were doing... It's, it, it makes sense. We have two young ladies from a local eatery here in the Keys, and I think they could share that. I was talking about when people sit at their table, and they sit too long. Campers. They're campers. Campers. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about campers. Campers, now. and you have a certain amount of time. You're, you're working uh, a Friday night, and you're giving up your Friday night. Um, um, Sean, got to get those drinks. Two yingling and one cuervo. And I'll pick them up right there. Yes. Um, look, us. look at us. Yes. <laughs> what, what do you mean look at us? Just be happy. You're, you, we're having drinks in the daytime. Yes, we are. We just have some work That's my new hobby. I know. But what, what's it like? Yeah. We have, let's say you have a table. And you sit down there. And they order uh, whatever appetizers and uh, some burgers and stuff like that. And they sit for three hours. And they're drinking soda and all that stuff. And tables are turning and turning and turning around you. And they're sitting. What's happening? What do you hear? What do you hear? You, you don't hear the change dropping. It's just like you're not making any money, right? Correctly. We should have it rain. Yeah. That's like a stripper thing. I, don't mean that. I didn't mean that. I wasn't going to try to make it like that. And okay. Tipping isn't a city in China either. Oh, that's the title of her show. <laughs> it's it's called "This Is Not a City in the People's Republic of China." Really? Yes. It's, 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 yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's so funny that you said that. Come on, Ashley. What do you have to say? What do you have a problem with something? I I explained with you. Are you going to introduce yourself? Yeah. Okay. Introduce yourself. Yeah. So. My name is Ashley, and I'm Don. I'm Jim. I'm still Connor. He's still Connor. <laughs> He's oh, still that's Connor. a delicious beer. I haven't beer. seen you, Connor, in forever. How are you? Yes. You look oh, great. these lovely girls walked in. I figured, you know what? I'm going to lasso them on to the show. No, but we were talking about it. It's an industry show now. We, we um, don't be afraid. He can't tie a knot. When he says lasso. Yeah, no, no, but that was Thank it. You. So, so when, when I was saying, I look at a seat and I see, I want... $16 on a Friday night. I went $16 on a seat, a seat or tables. You got five tables. If you have five tables or six tables, uh, you want to make $250 on a Friday night. You have five tables, so that means you got to make 40 
No, five tables. You got to make fifty dollars. Uh, fifty dollars per table. Fifty dollars per table. Yeah. Yep. And then if someone's sitting there and they sit there for three hours, and it's getting near nine o'clock, and you know you're not going to get any late tables, we get a late table. That's kind of sucks sometimes, right? And they're just chewing up your time. I want people to be cognizant about it. And that's what we're talking about right now. We're talking to the people that might be interested in the industry talking about it, but also to the people that aren't acquainted with that idea. That if you're chewing up our time at a table at 7 o'clock, we'll start charging you by the hour. Yes. There should be a meter on the rest. That's when you say, is there anything else I can get you? You leave their drinks empty? Don't get yourself in trouble, okay? I don't want you to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Don't get yourself in trouble. I have a little more leeway on on that stuff, but I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. I just want people to be aware of that um, because, you know, owners do listen to this stuff. Yes, they do. They do. And uh, we do ensure, and the way I view it, if someone tips me nothing, tips me heavy, I give a minimum of good service. Now, the engagement I give someone later after reacquaint, it's the reacquaintance one, that's the bonus. Like, I remember them. I remember them. But you're always going to get good service. But sometimes. And we were suggesting that perhaps that um, sometimes, do, do you ever hear the idea of a minimum Wage for service. Yes. No, uh, no tipping. Like if you went to Europe. Yeah. No, we we do that. Okay, you went to Europe. No, I know. They get they get a higher wage. No, no tips. Um, And I, uh, we introduced the history of it, and then we also said there's people because we get some people get higher tips that they wouldn't want that $15, $16 an hour because we make more than that. The people that used to make it $25, $26, $28, why would you want to make $16 with no tips? And then there's other people that work at like uh, IHOP or the Waffle House. Oh, God forbid. You know, Denny's. What, Denny's? And, oh, but not late night Denny's at the bar, right? Because it's all industry people, right? Yeah, we just did a segment on Denny's from the, uh, the fact that it's one of the few Denny's in the country that has a full bar. I know, of course, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? They have a happy hour I'm, I'm from moving. 11 yeah. to 1. Yeah. 11, 8, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. I moved here from Indiana. So, oh, Northern or Southern? Southern. Okay. So Why would anybody ask that question? Northern or Southern? Only in the Midwest. Okay. I didn't know if there was a difference. Indiana is in the, Indiana. It's like, as you said, you're from Utah. I go, oh. Which national park are you near? Oh, okay. If you look for me, there's five national parks. So I would ask, which national park are you I really, okay, that's very interesting. So, but you're from Indiana? Yeah. You don't get that vibe off. Like, you're very kind of uh, free-spirited. Well, people hear it in my accent every now and then. I guess. I don't hear myself, but, like, you're not from here, are you? No. Indiana. We don't look like you. How are they supposed to look? How are they supposed to act? Hillbillies country, pretty much. Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. No, I don't. I don't. Cowboys. No, I, I don't say that about Indiana or Georgia or West Virginia. No, I have relatives from all those places. No, I realize they're not like that. 
I do. I'm from Philadelphia. Think that, I don't. I, I know they think that. I know. I know. I know some people. And some people from my state, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, you could get some really weird people from inside the state. You get so, the oh, you're talking about me? Oh, well, I'm from Philadelphia. You know, I'm from the big city. Yes. You didn't? No, I thought you were from here too. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it make me seem more alluring? <laughs> you just seem like a keys person. You really what? do. You seem like a keys person. Oh, really? Yes, you do. Like her? Oh, wow. That's Same with her. Well, 31, you 31 years, upstate New York, right Upstate New York, Syracuse. okay. See, oh, well, I think the further you move south, the more you lose kind of like that accent. Yeah. And that's what happened. And I mean, but we're very accepting of people from everywhere. Right, Billy? Yes, y'all are. No, we don't. Some people say lost that accent. Oh, no. Well, well, I mean, I have that Philly, Philly accent. Uh, we got the uh, North. I don't know what the fuck he I'm sorry. That Connor has um, from the satellites um, from Europa outside of Saturn. Um, no, no. From North Carolina. From Asheville area, no, the Highlands. You're from the Highlands, right? The Lowlands. Pen- yeah. pe- okay, what they call the Piedmont area. Yeah. Piedmont, North Carolina. Piedmont. Piedmont. Uh, okay, well, no, but I mean, I don't get the accent. It's good. It's Middle American, very good. Not that it's good to have a Middle American accent. I just when don't know. From North Carolina to outside of Philly, I lived there for one year in Westchester. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Don't talk about Westchester. Oh my God, that's where all the pedophiles come from. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just joking. I was just joking. I was a joke, Connor. I was a joke. I apologize. I'm from. I was born in that area. I apologize. I am so sorry. That was uh, that. That's just Jim being Jim. That was me being a Jim. I, I, I'm from. I dated a girl from Westchester University. Um, what? Um, Who was the pedophile then? No, she wasn't a pedophile. She was 12 years old. No, she was not. Okay. Well, listen. Um, we are going to be wrapping up the show right now, and I. Uh, uh, I would like to ask Billy when his uh, shows are coming up right now. Come on. You got Billy. Uh, Billy Wissinger. Key Billy. Uh, let's see. We will be here at the Kitch tomorrow night from 7 to 10. Key Billy's fantastic. We'll be having a whole lot more on Friday night. No, don't invite the uh, general. But we'd love to just no, but no, but it's good to tell people that you are employed. But yeah, I, 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 don't tell them where I, you are. I, I'm really glad to see everyone show up. No, but that's all right. But you don't have to tell them because that. Uh, Sunday. Uh, this is a wonderful uh, opportunity. To, to recall where we are. KOA? Oh, the uh, campground, the KOA? Oh, the campground, the KOA. Is that a uh, is that a swingers convention? <laughs> In the KOA? 
a 60 and over. It's, I, I, if I'm not correct, that's a 60s and over swingers convention, no, which is like a swung. I guess a swung is a lower swing. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's like you got to go up to uh, the villages for that. Okay. You got to go from Little State. Most of the guys down with the KOA seem to be straight shooters. Okay. Oh, no pun intended. No pun intended. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Anything else you want to say for it? That's probably it. Okay, well, this is Jim uh, from uh, the Keys Bartender. I was joined with uh, Connor Barrett. We're here with uh, Ashley. Come on, talk. And John. Yeah. Ashley. And we're not going to say where they're from so they don't indemnify their restaurants. <laughs> right uh, so I don't think we he said anything. I don't think he said anything that was too bad. And uh, thank oh, yeah. you very much. And uh, thanks for listening to Keys Bartender.